This episode and all of our South by Southwest coverage is brought to you by Blackmagic Design. Hey everybody, this is John Fusco and you're listening to the No Film School Podcast. Will Forte never met Mike Ahorn, or Enda Lachman, before jumping on board the pair of Irish directors' debut feature. He didn't need to. The script for Extraordinary was just that good. All he needed to know was that they'd be directing. Why? Because according to Forte, in comedy, writing and directing go hand in hand. In that respect, writing and acting may go hand in hand as well. While Forte and scene partner Claudio Doherty may bring some star power to the project, it's the relatively unknown comedian Maeve Higgins who truly carries the brunt of the project on her shoulders. And as we learned in this interview, she had a hand in writing the film as well. Higgins plays Rose, a sweet, lonely driving instructor in rural Ireland who is gifted with supernatural abilities. Rose has a love-hate relationship with her talents and tries to ignore the constant spirit requests from locals to exercise possessed rubbish bins or haunted gravel. Forte plays a washed-up pop star slash Satanist in his usual outlandish manner, O'Doherty, his indifferent wife. Also joining us on the show today is actor Barry Ward, Rose's love interest in the film. We sat down after the film's premiere at South by Southwest to discuss trusting actors to write, the advantages of comedy jamming with directors, and quote-unquote funnying your way out of any problematic situations. Enjoy. Hey everybody, this is John, and I am here in Austin at South by Southwest with a lot of the group that made Extraordinary, and I'm actually going to let you guys uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves so the audience can uh, get familiar with your voices. Hi, I'm Mike Ahern, one of the directors of Extraordinary. I'm Enda Lockman, the other director. My name is Will Forte. I'm an actor and I play Christian Winter. Uh, my name is Barry. I play Martin Martin. Hi, I'm Claudia. I play Claudia Winter. And I'm Maeve and I play Rose Dooley. I was wondering if you guys, just to start off, can tell us a little bit about the journey to getting this film made. What, you ha- what you've done before in your career to get to this point uh, where you're premiering at South by Southwest. Um, and uh, just, you know, so our listeners can get familiar with the type of experience you went through. Uh, so hopefully they can go through the same experience one day themselves. Great, yeah. Well, Enda and I met at art school and uh, we studied like animation and graphic design. So we were always collaborating from like after art school on. Um, we had a really, 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 really stupid band okay. that, that we formed in art school called The Warlords. Um, and we basically started making music videos for that band. And that sort of got us into like just making our animations and graphic design and stuff move. Went from there, we made commercials and music videos for other bands and then started making short films and directing stuff and getting, uh, we decided to try and get away from our computers more and like uh, get out there and film stuff. So I guess that's where, uh, after making a few shorts, uh, we wrote Extraordinary and uh, that's been about four years in gestation. <laughs> I, I creeped myself out before I got to the word. So the baby came out with like a I, bunch I, of hair I didn't on commit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's where that's where we are now. And I guess then um, specifically with your like computers and maybe your animation, how did that lead to uh, the type of filmmakers that you are today? Because we can kind of see a little bit of that, I think, in Extraordinary. Um, it actually helped a lot because we could preview stuff. And I, I know it probably doesn't seem like there was any previous needed, <laughs> but it, it's it's amazing because obviously in those software packages you can put in like fake lenses and, and fake camera moves and see if they work in the time that you have. And that's actually mostly when we made TV commercials because obviously they're so short, 
you've only got 30 seconds, you need to actually see if the camera can go that far in that amount of time. And we, did, we used to do a lot of that. We did a little bit of this on this for the slow car chase. We actually did uh, previs stuff, and we were able to do that ourselves because obviously it tend to be bigger budget stuff where you can do that, but it's uh, useful from an animation background to be able to actually do that. I think from making animation, both of us as well uh, are quite like lazy people, but you know, not, not, you know, I, I guess lazy is the wrong word, but we really don't want to do any hard work that we don't, you know, we don't have to do. Okay. So we try and uh, like think our way out of, uh, like funny our way out of situations or think our way out of situations. And when you're an animator, you definitely do that. And that's why lots of the jokes are so funny in animation because people yeah. are going, what's the simplest way to tell yeah, this and thing? And definitely you ne you'd never ever design a character that had five fingers. Then you have to animate them all. The fingers. So you end up making weirder characters or what? Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> And also you think a lot about, um, you know, just how you frame something and stuff. And that all plays, you know, really into the compositions of this movie and stuff because mm -hmm. you're just thinking about framing all the time or wide shots and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's funny uh, that you use the phrase funny your way out of a situation because <laughs> I've, I've never really heard that before, but your it's cast is term. also like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a technical term. <laughs> uh, your cast is also like incredibly hilarious and comedically gifted. Um, so maybe could you guys speak a little bit about like how you maybe funnied your way out in this film a little bit? Yeah, I think there's, um, <laughs> uh, thank you for saying that. But um, I think it's a great way to, you know, finish conversations. I think it's a great way to like get yourself, you know, out of anything deep. You like can just an Irish try and be accent. funny, just be funny. Yeah, and if you have an Irish accent too, which we've been working on really hard. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's uh, great when you work with funny directors too. And I just heard them saying live action animation for the first time in another interview. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so these guys have all uh, come from comedy backgrounds. This is the first comedy I've ever done. But it was all on the page. It, it was a very funny script. And also Martin, in a way, is the straight guy. So yeah. it was very similar to other jobs I'd done in that respect you know I didn't feel any pressure to have to be funny I felt enormous pressure to be funny <laughs> but it was, but I liked it thank you <laughs> I uh, uh a lot of people don't know this but I am <laughs> Irish as well and uh so this was really fun because it gave me a chance to do my American accent <laughs> and uh I in fact I'm gonna keep going with my American accent on this, which is more like this. And this is so I adopted this freaking dumb, dopey voice like this. Um, no, these guys, they wrote such a good, uh, it was just such an amazing script. I never had to funny my way out of this thing because they had it written for me. It was just like, it, you know, they just, their attention to detail and and love of subtlety, but but also like, having these big, stupid, big jokes too, but the way they handle them is in such a subtle way. It's this wonderful combination of subtlety and big, booming, dumb comedy too. It's just, I mean that in the, the best possible way. I always say dumb and people say, oh, you're criticizing. No, that's my highest compliment for me is <laughs> Same calling us, yeah. something dumb. It, it takes a lot dumb. of bravery to be dumb, yeah. I think, yeah. you know? Will you you have all the this history of making like outlandish characters? Uh, how did you guys work together in collaborating to create this character uh, of this sort of? <laughs> I mean, like like Barry just said, it's just right there in the page, and and I know I've heard these guys talk about it too. You, they just it, they wrote such a specific. It they just 
it's hard to misinterpret how they write these characters because they give them such uh, comedy depth, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much fun in it, but you also just kind of, they set this path out for you and, you know, I don't know. So it was, you go into it knowing probably the ballpark of what they're looking yeah. for. And then, you know, they push you in different directions. So we had a lot was, of fun. It, it made it really we had a lot easy. of fun deciding what you looked like. Cause yeah. We yeah. Tried, like when we got there, cause we, you know, we had a kind of a rough idea, but you know, when Will came on set, we had to sort of see, you know, what Christian would end up looking like. And, you know, and it could have gone more wacky than it did. And so we, we spent a lot of time trying on lots of wigs. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was that, that part of it was kind of a collaboration, definitely, because, you know, we were trying to hit the mark, you know, what, what, exactly what like Christian's features were and what his clothes were like and all that. And Maeve, I, like, you seem like you were such an integral part of this whole thing, like from the screenwriting process. I'm just interested in how early you came on and what sort of your greater role might have been um, aside from just acting in the project. Um, well, yesterday somebody thought I was wearing a blazer for the premiere and someone thought I was the director. Yeah, because I've known the lads, you know, for a really long time. And so um, they started talking about it uh, like, I feel like we were just talking about it from maybe seven years ago or something. Probably. Or Probably. Six I or remember being in London and meeting you one time and I think yeah. that was the kernel of an idea. Yeah, that's probably about seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, because you know we all lived in Dublin and we're friends. And um, as a directing team, they did the credits for my TV show in Ireland and stuff way back. And um, then I think I lived in America and Mike moved to London, and so we were living all over the place. And they wrote it like they and they um, would always say like, "You're a driving instructor," and you know, <laughs> you can hear ghosts or whatever. And uh, and so I was always in it. Claudia was always in it. Kind of, they knew who we were going to be um, from early on. Um, and then I guess they'd send scripts, and I'd like give feedback. And um, then, I mean, I think Rose, my character, is a bit based on me, but she's particularly based on Mike, who's like <laughs> one of the directors who looks like a hipster, but he's very much like a lonely Irish country woman. <laughs> <laughs> in his heart um, and I was just so happy to be able to bring that to it's all true it's, it is true yeah I, the, the little yogurts that she eats in the fridge I eat those little yeah. yogurts there's loads of shit that <laughs> but I, I was so happy that it's like um, such a comedy like and I I think like my favourite thing to do is to be funny and so I was really happy every single time I saw a new version of the script they would tuck more jokes in and more jokes in and more jokes in and when we were on set it, like you know there, we didn't improv loads, but like there's loads of times that Maeve would just throw in an extra joke, you know, when, and that's the way it worked, like all the way through the shoot. I think there was like, you know, you're kind of plussing the joke sometimes. So and all everybody did it, but uh, it, it, we definitely had like a, a kind of a, it was all there in the script as they were saying, I suppose. But there was definitely lots of you know ideas and stuff on the set as well. In that collaboration, when you were sending the script back and forth, were you actually like altering any of your own dialogue in that process, and then like yeah. building your own character more, and then yeah, always. But I think you know what we would. What we, we were never precious about the the dialogue. We were just kind of trying to write what we would imagine, uh, May, how May, we imagine Maeve would say it. But as soon as she actually started saying, she'd go, she'd be like, "Well, I think it's a bit more like this." And we we're like, "Yes, that's perfect." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so she knew what we were trying to do and was just able to, you know, grab it and then. Yeah, make it and I and think like it's my first film, so like not to give advice to anyone, but I do think <laughs> if you <laughs> if you know that somebody is on your wavelength comedy wise 
then it's really good to stick with them. So like I always just laugh at the same stuff that the lads laugh at and, you know, we're friends for a long time. And uh, I think then that makes it probably easier. Like, will you know more about this? Like to make it, it makes it easier than if you're like jamming up against, you know, someone who doesn't get it. Oh yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, I've said this before with you guys, but like the, when, when I found out that the people who wrote that script were the same people who were directing the movie, it was like, oh yeah. Cause it's, the, the script was so funny. And so, I don't know, just like, sometimes you just read a script and you're like, oh, this is, I'm all in like, and this is great. But there's that danger if it's, written by somebody and then directed by somebody else, mm -hmm. they're going to take this script that you see so clearly in your head and maybe just have a different idea of what it is. So when I was like, oh, these guys who wrote it are going to do it, they know they're they're just going to be able to bring this thing, you know, they're they're, they're going to do with, yeah. they're going to direct the way that they wrote it. And, and so that was, that made me, without knowing them, I felt like I knew them. You just felt like they, it was such a clear tone from reading it that you're like oh this these guys are gonna do it so and yes now i am sticking with them <laughs> and you and you and you have have you ever been in that position uh that mave is in right now sort of or with this film where uh you know because your films are um, are so i mean like the brother solomon i'm thinking about like mcgruber like you worked so closely with directors that you uh already uh, had some sort of relationship with did you ever get involved like in the screenwriting stage as they're writing the script and then you're kind of, they're bouncing off you for ideas for how your character will turn out no not really in that way cuz it was either that i didn't know a person the script is already done and i'd be coming in on this process that was already pretty far down the line mm -hmm. production wise, or I'd be like with MacGruber, uh, we all wrote that together. So right, I, right. you already were part, part of it from the very beginning. So I, I don't think that I've ever had that kind of process, but it sounds, I mean, sounds obviously really... you can see from the result. Yeah. Like she says it's her first movie. I, it keeps blowing me away it... when I, when I hear that, cause she's so good. And I think that has a lot to do with it was, is like being a part of it for so long. It's like, she's, you know, is able to be that person because she's like had that in her head for so long. Yeah. But I still can't believe that's your first, you're so good in the movie. Yeah. All the rest of them got pulled for various scandals. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Okay, guys, um, I have to wrap up here. So okay. I'm going to ask uh, just a question that I ask all my guests. Um, and that's if you had any golden piece of advice for emerging filmmakers, uh, what would it be? Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I was, um, See, having written and directed it, I can't imagine it having ever been another way. So it's like, I suppose a piece of advice would be... Go for it. Yeah. Just go uh, and make stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what we were doing uh, in our bedrooms for so long, you know, all the way and through, be, be through college and everything and all the way through Be honest. Music. I yeah. know that sounds weird, but it's like, definitely don't try and write something to be like somebody else because mm -hmm. I don't think it'll work. Yes. Don't just do what you love. Do, don't try to do something to try to make it successful yeah because then if it's if you're kind of selling your soul a little bit and it doesn't it doesn't work out you're always going to regret it and wonder what it would have been like had you made it exactly how you wanted to make it i think as well writing it we definitely didn't think there's there's a good chance this will never actually be made so you're not <laughs> kind of going oh god what do i write now to make this a good film 
You're just writing. It doesn't matter what we, what we want. To yeah, watch. what we want to write. Yeah, exactly. writing what you want, yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah. with the intent yeah, of exactly. like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Claudia, we haven't heard from you at all. But <laughs> could you could you give us a advice? Advice for filmmakers. Yeah, or or actors. Well, I I'm not a filmmaker, so I would just say, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, make what you like. It's, what, their what, advice is right. What do you not like filmmakers doing? Um, what do I not like filmmakers doing? I don't like yeah, I don't like movies where it's all boys. I tune out. So if it's all boys, I'm not interested at all. I don't like guns very much. That's boring too. But don't your like, favorite movie is I Young Guns, right? Yeah. With all boys. I think um I don't like I don't like dust movies, so like dust. deserts, cowboys, Star Wars. None of those things You're work really for me. Painting yourself into a well, corner. There's, there's a lot of dust in Star Wars. I think so just avoid dust it's my main advice for filmmakers I'm interviewing John Fusco the writer of Highwaymen and Young Guns right after this those, those sound like dust movies with lots of boys in it's them it's exactly what it is so well, I'll, I'll, spit I'm gonna... in his face for me. <laughs> alright Barry thank but, you yeah thank you clean his dust off <laughs> It's on tape, yeah. Um, how are you, Barry? Uh, good, thanks. Uh, <laughs> to anybody wanting to make movies, read tons of books and watch tons of movies. And Maeve, to finish us off. Oh, I think just like... Um, it's what I said earlier, but it's like try and make stuff with your friends or like people that you... Um, you know, like your peers that you think are funny or good or good at what they do. I think that's good, good advice. Yeah, and I think motivate them too to get that work done along what you guys were saying earlier. Just do it. Yeah, if you're collaborating, maybe it's because there's two of them. Like maybe that's easier to get stuff done because it can be quite lonely if you're mm -hmm. just writing or you're, you know. Um, so maybe collaborating to give each other deadlines and projects and stuff is still how I do it, actually. Totally. Okay, guys. Well, don't hire dicks. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, like you can, yeah. you can just when it's you should always just be having fun, yeah. and it really comes across on the screen when you you can just tell when mm -hmm. it was a happy set. Yeah, no dicks is a big rule of ours. Okay, guys. Well, thanks so much. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the No Film School podcast and give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, there are new interview podcasts every Monday. We'll be finishing up all our South by Southwest coverage over the next couple of weeks. I'm John Fusco. You can follow me on Twitter at Jim underscore John underscore Jim. And of course, follow No Film School at No Film School and check out the site for all the latest on the best gear, filmmaking tips, things that you learn at film school, but for free. Until next week, have a good one.